We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. Okay. Good to know. And it's good to be here Tuesday afternoon. That means it's PGA DFS Strategy Show presented by Yahoo Fantasy. Here we are, Ben Raza, Eric Lindquist, the Zurich Classic. It's a team event. We were talking before the show. You seem to really like this. We're going to get into all that and more. We're going to talk about the heritage last week. But let's start with the, the theme, which is the team event. You were before the show, you were bringing out paddles. It's not what you think, people. Uh, apparently, <laughs> there's a reason. But you do like the team event and, and the unique nature of this. I do. So if you play amateur golf, a lot of tournaments are available that are four ball events or two man events, as you will. And even the USGA has added a four ball event where it's you and a partner, you go out and you both play the hole, you get the lowest score on the hole, you get the opportunity to do it. And back in 2020, my partner and I went up to Poppy Hills. I shot a nice little 67. He shot a nice little, I believe, 69. And we put them together for a 63. We ended up qualifying for the 2020 U.S. four-ball championship, which would have been at Philadelphia Cricket Club. Cricket Club. Uh, I believe that is the oldest club that exists in the country. Uh, and it got canceled because COVID. So uh, it was a bummer. But I, I love four-ball events. I love two-man events. You and a partner out there, you can kind of cover each other. You can ham and egg it around a little bit more. Uh, looking at making some birdies. It's such a fun event that uh, maybe if you don't play golf, you don't understand it the way that I do, where it's just really fun to have you and a buddy out there playing. We see friends, we see uh, likeness in in pairings. So many fun things to go through this week. Yeah, I want to get your insight into some of these things because I, I did, you know, over on the Odd Shopper YouTube channel, our, our betting show and our betting content. And we talked, you and me and me and Aton about some of the pairings where it's like carbon copy clones, two guys that are very similar. Then other ones you've got like, you know, just an example, like Bryson and Brian Gay type players. And it's just like, let me just ask you, do you think that there is a an edge to having a guy that can do things that you just can't do? Or do you say that, you know what, I want to be familiar with what they're doing and I want my game to kind of mirror my partner's? The beautiful thing about two-man events is both things can be true. Uh, I think that if I were to play golf alongside Dustin Johnson, it'd be really fun to be able to hit second shots from the places he's at. It would be a very enjoyable experience. Now, when you're playing your own ball, you know, it doesn't matter, but you can allow for a partner to get really aggressive. For me and my, my partner, we have completely different golf games where it just works out. We can kind of cover each other's blemishes. I'm a very strong, heavy iron player and, and, you know, make putts. He's a guy who just drives it 340 and can beat up on golf holes. You're going to see stuff like that in some of these partnerships too. So I think it can definitely work both ways. 
I think it just really depends on the player. It depends on what they prefer to really have as the likeness of skill set or completely different sides. But I will say it's really enjoyable when you have a partner just goes out and bombs it and you're just getting to feel safe. Uh, you get to play a little bit of safety and, and just kind of do your thing plotted around. It's going to be interesting. We're going to dive into the pairings. I do want to talk a little uh, about RBC Heritage. It was frustrating week for me. Uh, I was all over the board. Fitzy miscut hurt, but I had a can't lay outright at HV3. <laughs> it didn't have Spieth. Uh, I don't really have a ton to take away from it. It's a technical track. We really turned the page quickly. Is there anything that you wanted to bring or that you are bringing from Heritage into the Zurich? I was in Arizona for Easter, so I was able to bet, which was awesome. Nice. Uh, it was a very nice experience to, to be able to be there live. I was doing an MLB show while making NBA lineups, while live betting golf. It was uh, it was quite the hour, I will say. Uh, I ended up hedging quite a bit. I had so much Cameron Young tickets. I had so many. I kept betting him as he played better and better and better on Sunday. Obviously, he was first-round leader. I didn't bet that. That was a bummer. Um, but he put himself in contention, and I thought that there was enough equity there with a hundred to one tickets with, you know, going into the weekend had a number of other tickets as I was just live betting him that Sunday where I felt like I could hedge out a little bit with speed. I didn't bet him as hard as I bet Cantley though. And that's the huge bummer. Um, but after that, or right before he hit the putt on five, I ended up betting like a four to one on speed. He ends up making the Eagle putt and he ran with it. So it ended up being a decent week, but could have been epic if it was Cantley instead. Yeah. I really didn't consider speed winning the tournament until very late I when he posted I just didn't think that he would get there there were too many guys and typical speed fashion you know he found a way through I again I don't take a lot from it in terms of this week I, I feel like it, it was a successful week in the sense that I gave myself a lot of chances that's all you can really do but the course is we, we talk about this Harbor Town is so different than every other course to me I kind of keep it in its own little uh, bucket. I'm not going to look at well, what did some of these teammates do last week. I don't think that that's important. I don't think so either. Uh, but I will say, I mean, it's it's kind of a similar type track. I mean, maybe it's just because it's being played in like a swampland, and that's what it feels like you have for a lot of these shots. Uh, you know, going around Harbor Town, where you just have some unique golf holes is probably the right way to say it. I don't think it's a complete write off, but I, I'm with you. Where now you're playing a team event. You make a double and your partner makes birdie. You just made birdie. So I think it's important to see who was making a lot of birdies. I think that's really the only thing that I care about uh, going into this event. And, and the guys who are starting to show flashes of being able to hit it close, make putts, that is going to be something that I want to invest in. Let's get back to what we are going to see here at Zurich. So the course, when you, when you have a team, it's kind of weird because somebody most likely is going to thrive in some of these areas. Like there's not, Oh, I love this guy, but he can't putt. Now you have two chances. Uh, so what do you do when you're looking at, at this TPC and whatnot, there were par fives to attack. Is there a skill set or you just look more at the teams at this point? I mean, I'm looking at the teams. Uh, mm. It's, it's interesting for everybody who doesn't know, we have 80 teams. You have rounds one and three, you have to go low. You just have to go low in the best ball formats because rounds two and four, you're basically holding on for dear life. And yeah, you can make some moves if you can really shoot a number in alternate shot. And that's where I think you talk about those components of how these skill sets set up together. But in the four ball events, that's really where this tournament is won and lost. You have to be able to go super, super low rounds one and three, put yourself in a position to know what you have to do 
going uh, going into the weekend or going into that round four specifically. That round two, you know, you kind of are holding on for dear life. It's a really strong cut sweat. That's for sure. It's it's pretty terrifying towards the end of that. But for me, I'm just looking at these teams and I just kind of see, all right, who are the guys making tons of birdies and, and kind of analyzing it from that standpoint. So just to clarify, because again, there's a lot of people like me that don't even know what we're doing here. The <laughs> first day and Saturday, everyone plays their own ball and the best score of your team counts. So if, if we're a team and I go in the water and you make a hole in one, it doesn't matter that I'm in the water. Nope. Hole in but one. For, but for the other days, we are one team and we are rotating alternate shot and we're only playing one ball. Yeah. And I believe it's the true definition of alternate shot where we, we pick odds and evens and one of us is teeing off on the odds. One of us is teeing off on the evens and you're just going back and forth. So you're going to see if you shoot sub 70 in an alternate shot, you had a pretty darn good round of golf around this place. Going through some of the scores from the last couple of years, there are some teams that can get some separation in the mid-60s, but what you really see is separations from rounds one and three. You have to get, you know, 10, 12, like rounds of 10, 12 under here are going to be not commonplace, but things that the leaders, the guys who end up winning this golf tournament are going to have to be capable of. You have to make a ton, a ton of birdies in those rounds, hold on for dear life in rounds two and four. And, you know, if you can find a way uh, to, to shoot a sub 70 round in that round two, you are only uh, jumping up on the field. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned the 80 pairings, top 33, I believe make the weekend. So we'll see what six of six looks like. Same concepts of what we're always trying to do, just kind of a different format, but let's get into it. I do want to say right off the top, you guys know this Yahoo fantasy, the offer still stands. If you are new to the channel, first of all, hit the like button, help us out and subscribe. We're over 75,000 subscribers. We want you as part of the community. But if you haven't signed up for Yahoo, if you've only played on some of the other sites, there's no better time to do it. We've partnered up with them and you can get one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum when you sign up, deposit and play. It's a, it's a double win. You're getting that free month and you're also getting into a site, Eric, I know you've talked about this, that has unique contests, unique pricing, and a lot of times less rake or overlay potentials. Yeah, less rake. It's just the same thing that you're shopping for odds. If you're going to be shopping for odds on sports books, if you're going to be using Odd Shopper for that, less rake over on a DFS site means more money that's going back into your pocket. So for me, it's kind of a no-brainer to add it to the card. It's it's a different lineup construction. You can get some softer pricing. Allows for you to really build some juggernaut lineups. It's a it's an in, enjoyable format. I've had fun playing it. I think you will too. No doubt. Go check that out. We'll be talking about them throughout the show. Let's get into these teams, though. We've got some big-time pairings. We start uh, – in there is no 11K pairing. It's a, it's a more flat pricing. We've got one, two, eight teams north of 10. That's that's pretty unique, but it's only four pairings, obviously. And the first one is Hovland and Morikawa. They're the betting favorites. They're 10,700. Then you've got Cantley and Xander, the Aussies with Leash and, and Cameron Smith, and then your boys, Sam Burns and Billy Ho. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday 
You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. Floor is yours. I I think that Xander and Cantley is the best pairing, but Morikawa and Hovland are the favorites. Yeah, it's it's interesting. We talked about this this morning when we did the betting video. I think you and I are both looking at some of the short odds guys to to bet this week which is very contradictory to what i've done in previous weeks really looking for value i think the value exists in just taking a seven to one and eight to one on a number of these guys i'm with you hovland morikawa if they go nuts i'm probably going to be in a lot of trouble here because they're up at 10-7 i think it's pretty easy for me to build a balanced team they are the betting favorites but i'm with you I'm going to have a lot more of the Canley Shoffley side of it. Two Southern California guys, a lot of familiarity with each other right around the same age. They were dominating down here in Southern California, you know, for the last however long before turning it on on tour. Both of them world-class players, a gold medalist, Canley wins everything. Phenomenal pairing. I think that they stand out a little bit more to me. Even though Morikawa, two majors, Hovland, one of the best young players on planet Earth, they're phenomenal. They set up really nicely as well. But I think the Cantley Shoffley side of it, I'll take the better putters. I'll take the better putters in an absolute shootout. So uh, I'm looking the same spot you are, Cantley and Shoffley. Yeah. So we saw Cantley bounce back. He was not good at Augusta. He found the weekend, came in 39th, never threatened, just dominant tee to green at, at Heritage, gained nine strokes on the approach, 10 and a half tee to green, flat with the putter. So if he made a couple more putts, that would have been a runaway. We haven't seen Xander since a horrible miscut at the Masters, but it seems right now he's starting to take shape that he's struggling in the biggest events. He missed the cut at the Masters and the players. Before that, his last miscut was the PGA back in mid-2021 and the players. So like he hasn't missed a sloppy cut in quite a while. Him and Cantlay, they can do everything. They're positive in all facets of the game. Where I think Hovland and Morikawa, incredible players, but their deficiencies are the same. They're not the best around the green players. And at times they both struggle with the putter. Yeah. It's going to be hard uh, in alternate shot for them to hide each other's blemishes. You're, you're dead on with that. Uh, neither one of them probably super excited when the other one puts them into trouble. And there'll be one or two shots that over the course of two alternate rounds, uh, two alternate shot rounds where you're in a very tight situation that you really have to try to find a way to make par even bulky from some of these spots. And, uh, Morikawa and Hovland, good luck around the green. Enjoy you two. Maybe they'll just hit every green in, in regulation. Maybe they'll just be that dynamic. Uh, off the tee, stroke gauge, stroke gauge approach, they're just ridiculous. But um, I'm, not, I'm not that enthusiastic to get up to the top of the board this week. So we've got one team that we like. We've got two more to talk about. Leishman and Cam Smith, I'm kind of indifferent. Uh, and then talk to me about Sam Burns and Billy Ho, who chat likes, you like, sitting, I believe, 12 to 1 in the outright market, mm-hmm. but in the conversation for one of the best teams out there. Yes. Yeah, so Ryan Palmer, Scotty Scheffler, two Texas guys that we're looking at. I, I was trying to, to figure out whether or not I wanted to bet them or Sam Burns and Billy Horschel. It's just impossible for me to neglect the fact that I love Sam Burns on Bermuda. I love Billy Horschel on Bermuda. And Billy Horschel is a former winner at this event. I think that all of those things count towards quite a bit in a team play format 
we're good. Uh, LSU grad, or I, at least he was on the team. Uh, I don't know if he graduated. Uh, Sam Burns, absolute dynamic player. I, I've talked about him forever. I just believe in the talent. Reached top 10 in the world. So uh, check for that one. That feels nice to have him ascend the way he has over the last year, year and a half of, of investing there. And it just comes down to a Bermuda track for him and Horschel. I, I'm just so here for it. I think that they kind of fit in nicely in terms of Sam Burns does everything well, especially can really put it. Same thing with Billy Horschel can really put it. Uh, Sam Burns is the superior iron player and, and Billy Horschel is the superior driver, but that can really work out. If you can set things up on the alternate shot rounds, I think that they have a chance to be very successful in those two and four rounds uh, in, in rounds two and four. So I'm just really investing in a team that I believe in, especially on this surface, especially in this state for Sam Burns. No doubt. Let me ask you this. Uh, one, I was going to take a couple cheap shots uh, at Sam Burns, as I, I usually do, but I'll just let his play at the Masters speak for itself. Oh, my God. Are you are Missed you, the cup what, by one. Yeah, nice. So did Larry Mize. You don't see him in the team event. Um, are you looking to double up north of 10? There are four teams. If you go, say, Burns and and Cantlay, you're left with 74 across the other four. I think it's very doable. Is that a build that you think you may explore? I will absolutely do it this week. I know we've gone a lot where it's like, oh, I'm not sure the 9K range looks great. There's going to be teams from this 7K range, even from the 6K range, because this, this round one and three formats are just basically go out, put up a number and make a lot of birdies. We're going to see some teams, whether it's, you know, like the U-line team is one there in the upper six, as I have my eye on. Uh, I think they can make enough birdies. Even like a Mark Hubbard, Brandon Hagee, stuff like this in the oh, bottom man. end in the mid sixes. Like this is kind of my jam when it comes down to uh, best ball formats. Throw out those doubles uh, as long as your partner's on planet Earth. I think there's some real scoreability for some of these guys on the bottom end. Now, that, does that mean that I want to bet them going up against the likes of Hovland, Morikawa, Canley, Shoffley, Leishman, Cam Smith? No, I do not want to bet them uh, all. I mean, I'm going to have a couple, but uh, there's definitely viability to double stacking up in 10K. So let's work down. You know, you can still consider this top. It's the mid-range, whatever. You know, south of, of 10, but we've still got big-time players. You mentioned Ryan Palmer, who always, always plays with the best player somehow. Him and Scheffler, Lowry and Poltz, Fleetwood and Sergio, Neiman and Pereira. That's very interesting. Gooch and Homa, HV3 and Bubba. That's the nines. Is there a team that sticks out? For me, it is the Chileans. Chileans, too. Uh, I, I'm going to actually add them to my card. I was seeing 25, 25 to 1. 25 to 1 is yep. a nice. Are, are you with that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Me and Aton over on the Odd Shopper YouTube, they're on our card as well. Oh, beautiful. Well, it's just. You have two guys that are very familiar with each other. Uh, not many PGA players coming out of Chile. Uh, I will put it that way. But Mito, it just stands out as a team that I want to be over-invested in. Uh, I think that they just kind of do a lot of the same stuff well. Um, they're both not good chippers, but you can get Waco to really get hot with a putter and, and hide a lot of those blemishes. I just think they really stand out. I think there's some good rapport that could exist there. I'm, I'm happy to be kind of landing on them. I think they're the team... In the 9K range, I'm the most excited about. I'm worried about what Scotty Scheffler and Ryan Palmer, I'm, I'm worried about what that ownership's going to look like. Thought about betting them. Uh, decided not to, considering they're short of 10 to 1. And, you know, there's no doubt Scheffler's just playing out of his mind. And, and Ryan Palmer is a great recruiter. I think that's the most underrated part about being good at these two-man events is recruiting. Being Nick Saban is such an important part of it. And uh, obviously, Ryan Palmer's got that figured out. John Rom to Scotty Scheffler, have, have some teams, sir. 
yeah, I don't, I don't really understand. Uh, but power, power to Ryan Palmer. Maybe uh, he can make a ton of birdies. In 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 his defense, what? he can be a bomber. That's what you want, though, in this event. Who cares if you make a lot of bogeys? If you're playing with a world class player, I would rather. Because again, if we go out and we make nine birdies, if we each make nine birdies and nine bogeys, that is it's, it's shooting even on a regular round. But in this, that could be 14, 15 under. No, I I get it. I just. I, I, you know, if I was Scotty Scheffler and I, I'm waking up in a green jacket, my second thought isn't, let me call Ryan Palmer and see if he wants to play the Zurich. I they just probably had it booked before. Yeah, yeah he that's went what they all say. Run. Well, uh, then this guy's a genius because he seems to book guys in advance who turn out to be the best players in the world. Um, like he's in Arizona State, probably hunting down Rom saying, you want to play the Zurich in five years? But it, regardless, that is a strong team. They're going to be very popular. I'm going to lean on our ownership projections, our leverage tool, uh, which I think is going to be very, very important. I think Taylor Gooch and Max Homer are very solid, very strong. It's a good price at 91. I think it's a little thin to start there. So they're probably my second second team in on my lineups, but I, I feel really good. Taylor Gooch represented himself fantastic at the Masters. Homa made the cut. That's about all I can say, but I think their skills blend well two guys that have shown that they can certainly handle it on tour. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. I mean, home is your guy and I have familiarity with him. He's, he's a guy that I feel like I roster a lot on difficult golf courses. We'll see. He still has the ability to go low. Anybody who was winner on the corn Ferry tour had all of those elements. Uh, Max Homa can definitely game it out on, on any golf course. I think him and Gooch that, that makes sense as a spot to land. I will say the one that I have the most uncomfortable, I, I feel I have no gauge for Harold Varner and Bubba Watson. None. It's a weird pairing. It's a weird pairing. I don't really know what I want to do. I'm seeing 14.3%. Looks decent enough. And Harold Varner, we know his ability to go low once in a while here. Came off of a nice week last week, even though he couldn't get it done. I don't really know how I feel about Bubba down here. It doesn't feel like a... I, I, I don't really have a pulse for that. I, I want your help there. I, I don't really know what to do with them. So I think that although it's not the best insight, when you're, when you're talking about Bubba and even in a team setting, I think it's almost uh, exponentially more, he's always going to garner some interest because if it's the right conditions, if it's the right pairing, it, we can see just absolute fire from, from this team. But the problem is if it's not, I think that they're strongly the weakest team amongst their peers in that range. So I, I get it. I think in a, in an MME setting, it's very easy. You get, you want some exposure to them because I think it's very dangerous. But if I was building one team, if I was looking for stability, I would prefer pretty much every pairing in the nines ab above them. Yeah. I don't think that would, they would be a priority for me. Yep. I'm with you. That's, that's kind of what I'm getting at is they're the lowest stone besides at the moment, Palmer and Scheffler. And I, I do expect them to get much more popular sub 10 K coming into tomorrow. We'll see. Maybe that's just an assumption I'm making now. 13.1%. I do not see holding true there, but if they're going to be 14.3%, I feel like I have to just pass and, and take about just about Agreed. everybody else in the range. Agree. You're going to have to, I mean, we always have to make stands. That's one I can live with. If they okay. beat me, uh, I will move on eight K's upper eights. We got Will Z and Davis Riley, Willett and Hatton. The South Koreans are playing together, Sanjay and Benny An, who Benny An played really well last week. Uh, I don't know where he finished, but I did see his name on the leaderboard in the Corn Ferry world. Uh, Graham McDowell and Seamus, Keegan and Steele. That's a brutal pairing for the putts. Uh, what do you look to here? I think Will Z is probably the biggest name 
but it's not my favorite team. Not my favorite team either. Again, you get some of these teams where there's just a B player that has everything in the world to ride the coattails of the A player. Don't forget, there are no official world golf rankings for this golf tournament, but there are still the two-year PGA Tour exemption. You can have a life-changing week if you end up with an A player that just goes super hot and Davis Riley could be looking at two years free on tour exemptions to every major. All of the big things that come with uh, being a PGA Tour winner come with this outside of the official world golf ranking points. So I think a guy like Davis Riley could just, hey, please, Will Salators, play with me. And then it works out phenomenally well. And uh, I got to assume there's some rapport, some history between the two of them there. And I, I don't find it to be that enthusiastic. I mean, we know Hatton and Willett. Will it former Masters champion Hatton, a guy that I think uh, this might be a golf course well suited for him. Uh, going to be interesting to see how upset he gets with a partner in a in an alternate shot format. I'm going to be looking forward and definitely get your popcorn ready for that kind of stuff. But I think I'm with you. I think the on M team. It sounds like you're most interested in them. I, I think I am too. Just two steady eddies that um, you know. There's definitely the A player in M, but then on he's no slouch himself to making some birdies. No, and, and what I like there is... We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday you probably know the feeling sweaty fast breathing quick heart rate that's a cortisol spike it feels awful and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety rebalance health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root rebalance health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption providing 24-hour relief live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it get 50 percent off your first month with code calm 23 at rebalancehealth.com you know benny on is an elite elite around the green player at times he's an elite ball striker he is not a tour level putter but that's going to be mitigated here. Even though he will have to putt at times, it's just not a normal event. He's not going to have to putt nearly as much on certain holes. He won't have to putt at all. So I, I think when I look at that, he gets a huge boost playing with a teammate, not to mention his teammate is Sun J.M., who if you just rank this, if we remove the teams and we just rank the players, Sun J.M. would be certainly not. And she's one of the best players in the field. Hatton Willard are playing fine. I have no problem there. I don't think I'm going to be on Seamus and Graham McDowell. I don't think the field will either. I just... I know Graham McDowell looked good, but I, I don't really see it. I don't either. I, I did not say Benny on was steady. He's the most bipolar guy to roster on planet Earth. But I mean that I think playing with him should steady him. I think that that's a, a helpful guy. Sung Im is steady as can be. I feel like he's just like a rock solid, good across the board at everything type player. Only one missed cut here uh, on the seal. Oh, no, he missed at the Sony as well. I forgot about that. But I knew the Honda was the one blemish he had where everybody was on him. But uh, I feel as though I feel as though that's the team I want to get to. Yeah, the Graham McDowell one. I'm not sure that that even remotely makes sense to me. Why they're 8600 in this mid range? They're just complete write offs for me. If they burn me, I'll live with it too. I think that's kind of the game plan we've established for for the low nine Ks with uh, with Bubba and uh, with Bubba and Harold Varner. I think the same thing will be said for that team in the mid range. They are completely unowned as a result, though. Just around 3.3 percent 
I don't think many people land there, but I think the Kazire JT Poston teammate. Oh. oh yeah. We're talking Sea Island, Georgia boys. We're talking Bermuda. We're talking JT Poston putting himself in the mix out of the middle of nowhere last week. He's my boy. And if you're going to give me him in an alternate shot pairing spot, we know his prowess with the putter from time to time. Kazire, not the best of players, but again, this is the preferred surface I would have for both of them. I'm going to get on some JT Poston Kazire. Can I get you on too? So I will say, I said at the beginning of the show, I really don't care what happened at Heritage. This might be the lone or one of the few exceptions. JT Poston is the type of guy that at times it really goes bad, but he gets on these courses that suit his game. And we do see it from time to time. And he flipped everything. The putter is always strong. His off the tee game was comically good. I don't think we see that, <laughs> but but I, I get it. I, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. You said off the tee. He's only lost strokes off the tee once this entire season. Yeah, but he's also, you know, he gained 4.2 strokes yeah, that's off the tee. That's just that's... not something that we'll ever see. That's his <laughs> second best result ever on tour. Um, he has been, you know, he gains without being long off the tee. His irons have been the problem. There's no doubt. And I get it because Iron him can make a lot of putts. And it actually brings up a good question from our man Stewie in chat, a uh, friend of the show, was saying, what skill set do you look to? For me, obviously, always having like two putters would be great. But I think it's the par five scoring of my guys, the approach of my guys, you know, being able to hand it ball striking. Give me the double chances at the putter. Let's rev up the variance. So if you give me two good ball strikers together, I'm willing to take the plunge and that'll lead me into why I think Keegan and Steele are interesting. Mm. Okay. Uh, Keegan and Steele. I mean, they're best friends. I believe um, they're, they're good dudes to, to really invest as far as ball striking, but yeah. Can they make enough putts? That's, that's much to be determined here. Uh, is that a team that you've really kind of circled in the mid cake? Ah, I mean, I don't think Keegan Bradley, there's nothing over the course of his last 50 rounds that you can knock. Even his putting, he's still top 100 in this field, which sounds atrocious, but for Keegan Bradley standards, that's actually good. Yeah, again, I mean, I think you're going to have to live with some of it, but you're getting two chances at Uh times, particularly on those days where you need a lot of the birdies. So I'm willing to go there. If they both are cold, you're going to be in trouble, but 8,500, we're starting to look toward there. Now we get to the bottom of the eights, Straka and Sig, Kirk and Todd, Rosen, Stenson. Yikes. Uh, we've got Hadwin and Svensson, Laird and Bobby Mack. I mean, it starts to get thinned out a little bit. Is there a team here that you're looking to? Straka was in the mix as well last week. Yeah, Straka was. Uh, this is going to be a McNeely Bramlett thing for me. I don't know how we don't love them. Uh, McNeely is going to be somebody that I just roster an absolute punch. I think Hadwin, you talked about the upper, uh, like low 8Ks. I don't mind the Hadwin team here either. I think that uh, you get some Canadian, some some actually good juju there as well. I think that they stand out as a team that I probably want to invest into. Birdie shootout uh, for rounds one and three. Uh, sign me up for some Adam Hadwin here. Yeah, I get it. And Svensson was absolutely fantastic with his irons. Uh, he had multiple eagles on the weekend. Useful. I know because I was, I was trying to short him. Uh, <laughs> it was terrible. But... <laughs> He's been good and, and Hadwin is as reliable. You know, he's been a staple and a popular cash play. The guy doesn't miss a lot of cuts. He does, you know, kind of what he does solid T to green. The putter comes and goes, but overall, I think it's pretty strong. I think I'm more comfortable with that. I have no feel on Rose and Stenson. I have no feel on Bobby Mack and Laird. 
I think they're more just flyers. I'm not really drawn to either of those teams. Yeah, Bobby Mack, it's, it's a pretty easy write-off. If he had a better partner, that would be Oof. all right. But Martin Laird, what? Taking shots. I'm just saying Scottish. I mean, Martin Laird. What do you want him to play with Knox? Give me a break. There's not that many <laughs> options. <laughs> if you're going to the Scottish flag, you basically have like four guys that you're you're clicking on, and they're all just good ball strikers and bad at everything else. Or in Robbie, uh, Bobby Mack's case, he's okay around the green and bad at everything else. I really don't know how Bobby Mack's been as successful as he's been. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a question for the Bobby Mack truthers. I'm not one of them. So as we work down, you, you mentioned Mav. I'll throw my support behind him. Macro buy. Guy's just, he's a player. There, there's no doubt about it. And it starts to get where now I think the teams are a little more unbalanced. You might have one, you know, more established player than the other, or two guys that are a little more unknown. Schwab and Gimmer playing together. Jason Day and Shrivener. Um, you know, that's an example. Like, what do you do with a team like that, where one of the guys really has no experience? Well, <laughs> You, you have a lot of anxiety if you roster them because you understand alternate shot. He's half, he's re- half responsible for everything that happens that day. And that makes it very difficult when you get rounds two and four and you're just basically looking at, at a situation where what can Jason Day possibly do if Scrivener shoots what would be comparable to a 76 or a 77 in this spot? You're just drawing dead. Now, some guys just elevate a little bit when they have another guy that they know is going to be superior. But Jason day, if this were Jason D day four years ago, I think I'd be all right with it. We'll see where ownership comes in on. I, I think that that's kind of the same way I feel about Kisner and Brown where Scott Brown, what are we doing here? But Kevin Kisner, this feels like the type of golf course that he would be very successful on RBC heritage. Didn't play well, missed the cut there. Um, it's, it's kind of whatever, but we've seen him play some of these, Pete Dye type tracks, the players fourth, a number of spots where he can get it going with the putter and just put teams and put a team into contention. So it's like, how do I really go about factoring in like Alex Noren playing alongside Norlander? How do I factor in some of these guys? It's going to be a leap of faith. And that's where I end up landing on Hostler Thigala. Yeah. I mean, again, I I think you're not going to find everything that you want. I want to dig into Noren and Norlander. The pro- like you, you just couldn't have two guys more in opposite directions. Alex Noren has been a buy all year for me. He's been absolutely fantastic. The only thing he hasn't done is win. Uh, he's been amongst the leaders without really threatening. Norlander is the complete opposite. He has missed seven of eight cuts. He has not gained with the putter uh, since January. He is to the point where it's almost the situation. I'm not sure I can get to a guy I really like in Alex Noren because I think he truly is going to have immense pressure on him. I don't think Norlander contributes that much. Nope. I don't think they can compete because of rounds two and four. Um, They would have to go so, so low. And a lot of that uh, lies on the shoulders of Alex Noren in rounds one and three. So uh, as much as Norlander has been a guy who's had some pop in random times, I remember Torrey Pines, he almost won me a tournament two years ago. It feels just impossible to roster him at this point in time one made cut now since the amex that's problematic i want to ask you about a a pairing that i think is very interesting in the sense that it it masks one of the guy's glaring deficiencies and that's russell knox and brian stewart russell knox all year has been positive t to green the last time he lost t to green was at the amex at the end of january but he's lost with the putter in eight of nine tournaments and that's held him back Brian Stewart has massive Bermuda splits 
with the putter at times. He can get crazy hot. He hasn't been playing particularly well, but do you think that that's the type of tournament team that you can look to to say, okay, if you get the right groove, Knox is hitting it close and Stewart is converting. Yeah, and we're seeing 11%. So, I mean, they're they're not going underrepresented by any means amongst mm-hmm. this range. I mean, it's basically the Norin team that is going way massively over-owned, in my opinion, I think in your opinion as well. So you can actually over-invest in this Knox spot and not worry about it too much. I just love Taylor Moore's team. I love Bo Hostler's team. I love getting to you know, a, a Lucas Glover. I think all of these guys below them, I might prefer a little bit more, but I don't mind that. That's a very sharp point, not something that I would have noticed. Brian Stewart, not exactly the best putter uh, just on the surface, 60th among strokes game putting in the last 50 events. But as he said, you group that by, by Bermuda, a little bit different stories. So I'm looking at this team is probably one that, yeah, it seems a little bit popular in the range, but uh, if you're going to be full fading Norn like I am, I, I feel all right with it. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. Stewart also won the Zurich. Uh, it's been a while. But I like he that. A, he is a winner. Here's the Zurich. thing. I really do like stuff like that. Billy Horschel as well. Uh, this is a golf course that, Again, team play, playing it in in that kind of a format is different than playing it as an individual. But having success here as an individual really plays into the alternate shot type format. You can talk through certain shots with a partner. You might be comfortable uh, kind of giving them the ins and outs on when it comes down to Sunday, what you need to do to be successful. Uh, Nice when you have one player on the team that's already a winner there, kind of carry the other partner along with you. So you, you mentioned Thigala and Bo Hostler. We both have interest in the betting markets, 130 to one, seven to one for a top 10. I do want to caution people. I think they're a fantastic tournament play, but I think the downside is, is really bad with them. And we've seen it in recent weeks with both of their games, but we've also seen them contend on tour. And I think when you put two guys like that together, if you get it right, explosive value in the mid sevens. Yeah, I think they're very live to win. Uh, 135 to one, I think, was the number that you had found. That is gigantic. And and what I'm saying live, do I think it's the most likely scenario? I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I have to be careful sometimes when I put things like, because it's just two golfers I believe in very strongly. I, I do believe the best golfers in America come out of Southern California. You see it every single time and time again. These are two guys that have just been dominant dominant down here in these regions. And, and I find them to be unavoidable. I mean, Figla coming out of college was it at Pepperdine. He's going to continue to put himself in positions in golf tournaments to win golf tournaments, even at the seven K range. Now the missed cut equity, very, very high. Bo Hostler 
also a guy that's just kind of gotten his footing, taking him longer than you would expect out of a kid that when he was 16 was leading a U.S. Open. And now, you know, he's playing in the Zurich Classic alongside Figala. It's a, a little different scenario, but out of any team in the 7K range, they're the ones that I'm most confident at their ownership. I need to be way over on. So it's 6.5%. Give me a lot, a lot of this team that just has a lot of birdie opportunities. Yeah, you definitely want to score. And, you know, in terms of current form, is it a must? Obviously, I'd like my guys playing well, but I also think it's important to realize where they've been playing and whatnot. Like if you have a miscut at the Masters and it's your first time or something, I'm not going to freak out. If you go to Heritage and you don't like a technical track, I'm not going to freak out. If you've been, if you're Henrik Norlander and you haven't done anything since January, I'm I'm probably going to freak out. I think that's a lot more concerning, but I'm not going to worry about two or four rounds in the past couple of weeks from some of these guys, particularly if it's at a major, because uh, that's just a huge step up in competition. We saw Cameron Young. A lot of people worried about the players in the Masters, took a class drop and and really thrived once again. So now it gets what about ryan lipsky uh that's your area i figured you'd have something to say uh, maybe i mean aaron rye's on the team i like aaron rye a lot david lipsky it's it's hard for me to really want to look at this team as as going nuts we saw a top 10 at the corrales absolutely nobody in that event he's shown the ability to kind of get into the mix i mean another shorter track and and kind of fluky stuff at&t pebble beach prime 24th 14th american express He's okay. Um, Aaron Rye is a guy I believe in as well. This might be the least amount of interest I have in them, especially because depending on where you're looking at, there's a number of spots where they just seem like they're getting close to double-digit ownership. That seems like a little much for me. Your dog doesn't seem to like it. He doesn't like it either. That That is normally That's the dog always is a like sign. a ringing endorsement, but that was a dog opposite of. Yeah, That, that can't be good. No. Uh, we factor those things, I will say. We're the only site right into our projections. If you want tools that are factoring in everything, get inside the ropes, awesomeo.com slash join, sign up for the week, you can sign up for the month, you can sign up for life. Uh, I don't know about that, but the other two are true. Yeah. You come on in, you can get every sport in the platinum, or if you just say, you know what, I really just want golf, more power to you. We have everything showdown, great, great content and great, great tools that can give you the edge on a week like this, where we're all kind of playing a relatively new format leaning on those leverage tool, leaning on these other things, they can make a huge difference. Strongly recommend at least giving a try. And when you get in there, hop in Discord, make sure to join the premium betting service as well. We've got you covered there. Let's work down. Ooh, we got Joel Dahman. And see, this is this is where this I think is this fun. Is, this is interesting. Yeah, Joel mm-hmm. Dahman and Steven Yeager, polar opposites. But when you put them together, they would combine into a damn good golfer if you took their best skill sets. I've been looking for a time to roster Steven Yeager again. This might be it. Oh, man, this guy is just as frustrating as it gets. Steven Yeager, out of the middle of nowhere, um, was was somebody coming off of the Corn Ferry Tour that I thought we wanted to have a little bit of interest in, and that did not come to fruition. But he's got the most elite around the grain game amongst this entire field. I mean, it's really the calling card of his entire uh, PGA Tour career. There's nothing else you can really draw on. Um, he's a short game specialist and, you know, you pair him up and, and I feel like this is a pretty live team in that kind of regard for, you know, top tens and, and that's going to be good enough. Make a lot of birdies, put yourself in that position. You know, there's only 80 clicks you can really make this week. And I feel like they're an above average one to do. I agree. I think this is an interesting team. Most people, when you look, you're going to know Dom and you're probably not going to know Jaeger. 
and he has struggled. There's no doubt, but he consistently struggles in the same area. And that is much better than just being bad or average in all the areas because he can actually help the team in the short game. There's no doubt he's a better putter and a better around the green player than Joel Dahman right now. Uh, yeah. I also, go okay. No, no, I was just going to finish out saying that a guy like this too, you have to remember when you are not up there and it's not just your responsibility to be ball striking. You have another guy there for two rounds. That's, that's obviously going to be helping you. And then for half of the shots on, on rounds two and four, that should be able to alleviate some pressure on your ball striking long-term, especially if you're teeing off first, uh, which I would expect most A, a players are, are hitting second in almost all situations. So I think you're going to see a guy like Jaeger go out and, and maybe be a little bit more free in the ball striking department. It's hard to quantify those type of things, but when assessing two-man teams, you're kind of looking for a little bit of magic. There has to be some some type of an ingredient that makes it work. We see it at Ryder Cups. We see it at, at President's Cups, where you just want to get the right mix of teammates together. I think this one is one that really makes sense to me, especially because of how good Jaeger can be around a green. No doubt he has been tough. Yes, he's been a dumpster fire. Yes, it's a tournament play, and I, I like it. I think their skill set meshes well. I also say this every time. I'm good. This might not be true, but I'm pretty sure that Jaeger has a 58, uh, which doesn't really help you, but that is pretty wild. I think he's in the exclusive 58 club out there. Maybe it's a different guy, though, and I'm, I'm making that up. I will look at that after the show. We've got Danny gotcha. McCarthy. Yeah, find out while I talk about Danny McCarthy. Uh, he's playing with Ben Coles. Okay. Uh, ben Coles has a pitcher, also shocking, on, on DraftKings, but – this is where, again, it's it's one guy that's getting a lot of reps with another guy that doesn't. You've got the Englishman, Matt Wallace, and Horsefield is here. RCB and Grio. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> that's absurd. I, I'm not sure I can handle that. Higgs and Smotherman, we're getting pretty thin in the low sevens. Yeah, they, the low sevens gets gets a little bit hairy here. Um, who would... So let's let's say that you're playing a single entry. Which team are you most likely to click on down here? Because I don't think it's I don't think it's weird for me to say that I would cl- I'd click on Higgs and Smotherman. Anybody under seventy three hundred? Yeah, I think that they would be amongst the best options, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, I think Tyler Duncan and Adam Shank is is somewhat safe at seventy one. And when I say safe, I think we all know relative terms there are no safe Tyler Duncan was a guy that came through for us last week I loved Tyler Duncan he was 6200 I specifically gave him the shout out saying that he was the guy that I clicked on played him in single entry 6200 12th I mean I I can't ask for a whole heck of a lot more than that do he now gets the the price bump up for what reason I don't really know but uh I'm going all right Uh, I'm I'm gonna definitely have some shares of that yeah Robert Streb, he was one of the uh, the other creative players that for a moment, <laughs> he was up there last week. He came through at 62. There are names down here, but again, I think this is where it becomes more important to really dive into what is the team, you know, the drastic conflating styles. You've got Sam Ryder and Doc Redmond. That's a volatile pairing. I think one again, probably a tournament. Tom Hoagie and Paul Barjan, Bajan, uh, I'll be honest, I don't really know how they'll play. Hoagie has shown fantastic form this year. He's started to regress, though, a little bit, broke through, and it it hasn't been as good, but he's been playing in some top-end tournaments. Watney and Hoffman, 
Buckley and Smalley. You mentioned Uline and Warinsky. Is that your favorite team as we begin the, the cheapies? I mean, I, I just think Peter Uline sets up well. Uh, he played a Corn Ferry Tour event in Louisiana last month. Uh, put up a second in that event. So uh, he has the ability to go into Louisiana and go low. Uh, how about those two factors? This is what you pay me for, right? To really go, go back to Corn Ferry Tour from a month ago, Peter Uline. No, that's that's probably not what it is. But I'm okay going to somebody there, along with Warinsky, who has not been good by any means, but has had little flashes where T28 Puerto Rico, T21 Valspar. These are the kind of guys that uh, in Corn Ferry Tour type levels where in a team event, they can kind of mask it just by the ability to ham and egg, have some bad holes, but also just kind of carry each other along. There's going to be some teams that show up at the top of the board that are just out of the middle of nowhere. I think that at, at 2%, 3% is kind of what you're looking at from this team. This is this is one that I actually have some narratives that I can point to that, that makes some sense for me to click on them. Yeah, just like in, in, a, in a setting of a normal week, I think when you get into the sixes, you need to form some type of path. And, I, you know, the path is either, okay, these guys are great ball strikers. If they get hot with the putter and there's two of them, that's a path. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions. And yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. One guy can't putt, and now he's bringing in a partner like Uline, who's an elite putter, and Uline's off the tee game will be masked because he doesn't have to drive at every hole. I think that's a path. Some of these teams, I don't really see it, but I can get on board with that. I'm going to throw a couple others out there in the sixes that I think are interesting. You got the Florida State crew in Lebiota and Chase Seifert. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't see them a ton, but when Chase Seifert does get his chance, he has made the majority of weekends, uh, can, can handle courses like this. They both have experience. They seemingly, I don't know this, but they both went to Florida State. I would assume they probably played some golf together. So I don't mind that. What about Chapel and Han? Chapel and Han, I, I've I've seen a lot of chatter about Chapel and Han. Maybe it's just they're they're two guys that that are both decent enough players paired together sub seven k, and people are just kind of landing on that. But I've seen a lot of discussion about them on Twitter, and you know that makes it a little bit hairy for me to want to go there, worrying that they end up getting a little bit higher on than what we think. But uh, no doubt about it. I mean, specifically Chapel. Uh, Chapel's a guy that. Uh, when you basically take the big numbers out of play, he's shown ability to score. He's coming off of two top 20s this last two events. Uh, so game seems to be in a decent enough spot. The putter was always questionable, but if you're going to see what you saw at the Valero, where a little bit slower greens than probably what you're going to be seeing here this week, but Bermuda, 2.6 strokes game putting in that department. 
maybe this isn't the worst team to be investing in. Um, just again, a, a team that I've actually seen some discussion on might take other players in the range just because of that. Other yeah. Teams. I mean, again, ownership does dictate a lot when we're talking about situations like this, there's no doubt about it. The thing about Chapel that's interesting, we don't know, but there's a lot of bad data potentially in there. He was massively injured. He's been working back. So when you look at his form in the short term, it looks great. In the long term, you're just like, how could I play this guy? I don't know if that's really relevant at this point. Kevin Chapel's a much better player, healthy than most of the guys down here. That's probably a situation worth exploring in a team event. How low, as we kind of wind down, we got about, you know, seven minutes left. How low do you think you're going to go? I mean, are there guys sub 65 teams that you will explore? I tried to find one. Trey Molinex, I think, was the closest that I got to it. Him and Wesley Bryan together, you get uh, two kind of different human beings. That's for sure. Trey Molinex, an absolute bomber. You get Wesley Matthews in his YouTube videos. I don't know. Uh, kind of an interesting enough pairing. Um, obviously Wesley Bryan needed to play well to, to kind of get full status here. These are guys that have a lot to play for. If they can find a, a way to have it for, for one week together, I don't completely hate something like that just because they're on different stratospheres, but there's really nothing sub 6,500 that I'm that intrigued by. Uh, I don't know, even know who this Creel fellow is. Joshua Creel, never heard of him. Uh, and he's paired with, uh, with my boy, Chad Remy. So uh, that's that's unfortunate because Chad Ramey would be a guy I would invest in. Otherwise, he won at the Punta Cana. He's made back-to-back cuts now since then. Um, would have probably gone to him, but because of, you know, that's that's kind of the story of some of these sub-7K seven, seven guys or, you know, sub-8K guys when you're talking about day. They have one piece of the puzzle that just doesn't work, and that's their partner. It does get a little weird. So I think Wesley Bryan wins every year. There is a award for the, the most random pairing in terms of skill set. And I think <laughs> him and Trey Mullinax would win that award uh, this week, yep. no doubt. They're not the most random pairing. That's a different award. I don't know who that would be. Uh, Chad, who's the most on, random? Chad. Who's the most random pairing? Maybe both. But skill set wise, these guys are complete opposites to well, that's no given. end. So it's going to be fun to watch. So. Why not? Uh, I'll cook with a little dynamite. That sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I think that if you're doubling up north of 10, sure, you, you want someone down here, they can score. You're going to need streaks and bonuses. You find the weekend. Like Sang Moon Bay and Danny Lee, that's the type of insane team that you probably only have to allocate 5% to to get massive leverage. If I was building a bunch of teams, I would look to teams like that in this setting, just because I think that when you get it right, they score so well and it opens up permutations. I've seen Sun Kang and Johnny question marks talk. I get it at 65. I think there are names in that range. When you look, it's just kind of, what do you want to do? What are you looking for? Skill set, scoring, things of that nature. Yeah. Kyle Stanley's playing with Vijegas for whoever just asked that Camilo. That's not going to be fun. They can't I, put I either. Yeah. They That's... can't put Vijegas. He's a gator. Well, I'd rather go with the Florida State crew. Let's just do that. Is there anything? See, this is where, like I said, these pairings at the bottom, you know, there are guys that really don't get starts on tour playing with some fringe tour players or even an established tour player. And a guy, you mentioned Ramey and Creel. I think that's a great example of kind of what we're doing down here. 
on a macro level, I know it's very individualized. I know things matter and you'll lean on the tools. Are you reluctant to play teams where one of the guys is someone we really have never had the chance to roster? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I, I was looking at Joshua Creel while we were just on the show and never mm-hmm. heard of him. He's missing cuts at things called the Chittimacha Louisiana Open, the Corrales. Uh, we know that one. The Club Car Championship at the Landings Club. He finished 68th. These are problems. This is this is not a good situation. And the reason that he's in this event is because he's obviously buddies with Chad Ramey. To some extent, Chad Ramey won on tour here three weeks ago. So he probably gets the go-ahead to bring whoever he wants. And he brought his buddy along. Stuff like that is going to happen. And maybe that frees the other guy up to actually play decently. And for two rounds, for sure, he can just try to make birdies constantly and let his partner do a lot of the heavy lifting. But that's not going to be a successful ingredient. I think there's enough teams that are alive to win above it. I don't want to get carried away uh, trying to make something down here work. And, in, in, you know, you said 5% is enough to get leverage on anybody yeah. down here. So if there's a team you're convinced has the right ingredients, go ahead, play them in a couple lineups. You're set to go. Agree. I, that is why ownership is so important. That is why tomorrow night, me and Jason Roslin, who I will make sure isn't looking his wounds too hard because all his boys were up top last week in that Damn. tournament we will be talking about actually building out some of these teams are there win tea time stacks things of that nature a couple questions on the way out fleetwood or team gooch which team would you you got fleetwood and sergio you got gooch and homa i like the gooch and homa more i would agree uh i've been really high on tommy fleetwood he was my favorite play last week i think he's playing really good and i'm not opposed mm-hmm. to it but i do think Taylor Gooch and Max Holm is a strong pairing. I think they're pretty good for all formats from single entry to cash to large field tournaments. Grio and Cabrera Bayo. I don't think Grio is really playable. playable at this point. I said that last week and he, he really wasn't. He's just not doing anything. And I don't know why that would change. I will remember you. Him and Ricky are done. Will Ricky's- you remember me? That's all. That's all? That sums it up nicely for Grio. Don't let your life. Who sings that? Who is uh, not Natalie Imbruglia. It's uh, who is it? Well, if I'm on who wants to be a millionaire, I'm not calling you. You don't know who sings that? I will remember you. This is the most important thing we've done all show. Sarah McLaughlin, of course. Arms of the Angels, lady. Come on now. That's bad. Oh, you knew it? Tyler was coming in with the answer? Uh, if yeah, like she I, only I sings sad, depressing songs that go on commercials that ruin a... whatever show I'm watching, and it's oh. it's kind of disheartening. so it's like Ben's Grio, it's Ben's Grio line. I wonder why Ricky isn't here. Ricky and Smiley could have played together. Um, <laughs> you know why? Been... Because they don't have status to do, but yeah. It. I guess that is fair enough, but I think, like I said, my final thoughts here, like anything. It's just, it's just like a regular tournament, except you are able, I think, to get away with guys that have one glaring deficiency. If you've got a guy, he's always set back for the putter. Or if you've got mm-hmm. a guy who's a great short game player, but you know, off the tee, it usually doesn't allow him to get into the mix. That, I think, is the big catalyst this week. You are not going to be stressed in your worst shot as much. That ups the variance. That's a good thing for guys like that. Guys that are more average, you know, they do everything pretty well. It's not that they can't succeed here, but you're not getting that big of a boost by someone else doing the same thing. You'll get a little boost, but you're you're not getting bailed out time and time again on the greens or with the driver. And I think that's how I'm going to approach it this week. What about you? 
Yeah, it, it's finding it's finding guys that can fit each other's skill sets for the alternate shot. But really, something that I do a lot for this is grouping it by birdies and just seeing who makes a ton of birdies yeah. in these low under 10k range. We all know the top tier guys can can go nuts at any given time, and that's why you're going to see as much ownership going to them. But if I'm going to try to find narratives for sub 10k teams that I really want to get to, who is in decent enough form? And who's making a ton of birdies regardless of the doubles and others, because uh, you have all of those things that are masked in a week like this. Well said. There we have it again. If you want more, if you want more, awesome.com slash join. And even if you just hop in Discord, we would love for you guys to get in there. You see it right there from Stream Elements, so I believe used to be called Nightbot. Who knows what goes on, but they've got you covered. If you have any questions, at JazzRazDFS, at Eric Lindquist, give us a follow. Why not? Uh, it's not that bad. And for everyone here at Awesome, we really appreciate you guys hopping in, whether it's the Masters or a team event like this. I know it's not the biggest golf week, but you guys watching the show, hitting the like button and subscribing means the world. For me, for Eric, for Tyler behind the glass, good luck, friends. You will see me tomorrow night with Jason Roslin, breaking it down, answering your questions, 8 p.m. Eastern. Good luck until then, and we'll talk to you guys soon. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday between aging and busy lifestyles many women struggle with maintaining their physical and mental wellness at aquavita concierge Healthcare services for women we can help you revitalize your health and reclaim your life we start from within by balancing your hormones allowing your body to achieve and maintain desired weight goals we also specialize in peptide therapies regenerative medicine sexual health and aesthetics in our state-of-the-art facilities feel better look better live better at aquavita visit aquavitality.com and begin your journey today 